three. You're listening to Sports Talk Chicago with your host, John Zaglul. John, I am fantastic. Thank you for having me. You got an awesome voice, man, and that was a terrific <laughs> intro. You're like a pro's pro. You know, that was the first time somebody ever said that, John. No, you're the first person to ever say anything like that. That's, that's very interesting. You got it, John. Anything for a fellow Chicago guy? <laughs> well, what a great question. That's a great question. Nobody's actually asked me that. <laughs> I like it. What a great question. I never heard that before. Chase, wait, wait, Chase Utley is what? You're saying he's not a Hall of Fame candidate? You know, it's it's funny. I, I, You may be the only person that I've heard make that connection. Thank you, John, for having me. I'm doing great. By the way, you have an outstanding voice. I'm not sure about your face because I haven't met you, but your voice is great. You're doing a much better job than I ever did. You've had some heavy hitters uh, guests on too, man, so keep up the good work, but it's good to be with you, and I'm ready to talk sports. Hello, everybody, and welcome in to Sports on Chicago. My name's John Zaglore. Great to have you here. Today's edition of the program, we're going to break down the Bears-Commanders game on Thursday night and explain why it was unacceptable that the Bears lost. Make sure you follow me on Twitter and Instagram at John Z Sports, Facebook John Zaglul. Want to watch more of this show, head on over to sportstalkchicago.com. I want to start today with this. I warned you that I was going to be pissed off. Not because the Bears lost a game and they should be winning all the time. I know they're rebuilding. I know they have issues, but you cannot be losing to the Commanders on primetime football. You lost to a team that essentially has no owner, has a head coach on the rocks, has a quarterback who can't stop throwing picks, has a rookie running back. We could name it on and on and on. Chase Young was hurt. There are so many reasons why the Bears should not have lost that game. The Commanders are one of the worst teams in football, and the Bears lost. Justin Fields lost. Matt Eberflus lost. Ryan Poles lost. This is not an overreaction. There were so many issues. We're going to break everything down. But I want you to have that sink in. That was pathetic. The Bears are a better team than that. They were supposed to win this game. It should not have been that much of a struggle to beat the Commanders. They're having a vote next week to determine if their owner should be kicked out of the league. And yet, the Bears lost. There's blame to go around. Everybody's guilty. Yes, Justin Fields, to an extent, is guilty too. But I do want to start with this as far as who deserves the most blame. Bayless Jones Jr. should not be on this team any longer. Yes. And that's a big mistake by Ryan Poles to vouch for him and draft him. All winter long, we heard, oh, he's 25 years old. Stop criticizing his age. Well, you know what? If you were in college for that long and you don't know how to catch a ball off a punt or a kick... We got a problem. Bayless Jones Jr. should no longer be on this team. If he didn't muff that punt, the Bears would have won. The Bears would have had the ball. All they had to do was run out the clock, and they would have won the game 7-6. Not saying seven points is justifiable for a win, but they could have done it. All he had to do was catch the punt. Matt Eberflew said after the game, we're going to be reevaluating punt returns and kick returns. Good. 
Oh, Bayless Jones is such a great player. He's going to reinvent our offense. Bogus. He's not reinventing anything. He's costing the Bears games. This is the second time in the fourth quarter he's mopped a punt. And it's caused momentum to shift and games to be lost. Bayless Jones Jr. does not belong on an NFL roster. And that's not an overreaction. After his first mop, I said he should have been benched. Now he has to be benched. What a bum. Make a catch. He's on his knees trying to catch the ball. If you don't know how to catch a punt, then why are you out there? That's on Matt Eberplus, too, for continuing to trot him out there. And that's on Ryan Poles for drafting him. Had he just made the catch, the Bears would have won. All he had to do was catch the punt, and he didn't do it. Now we go to Justin Fields. Fields did better as the game moved forward. Fields was beaten up a ton. Not all of it is fault. I mean, there's no offensive line help whatsoever. We have Sam Mustafer more focused on flopping than actually making a freaking block. The offensive line is horrendous. A second in, and Fields is already on the ground. He should have been knocked out of that game yesterday. How many times did he get hit? And yet you want to sit here and say, we know how to develop him. We have to evaluate him. You cannot evaluate Justin Fields fairly if his ass is on the ground after every single play and if his ribs and his body is just disintegrating. Protect your quarterback, please. By the way, another indictment of Ryan Poles. We're going to build in the trenches. You haven't built blank. You haven't built anything. You are hanging your quarterback out to dry for whatever reason. Be better. Now, Fields himself, unfortunately, had some issues. Because of him, the Bears didn't score 14 points. He had a layup for a touchdown in the end zone. Couldn't complete the pass. And then threw a ball off a lineman's head that resulted in an interception. Both those plays are on Justin Fields. That's why I said Baylor Jones Jr. made the play that cost the Bears the game in the moment, but the Bears gave up 14 points, or they left 14 points on the table because Justin Fields couldn't execute. The whole team, but Justin Fields on those two specific plays, could not execute, resulting in missed opportunities. Fields got better as the game moved on. He certainly grinded, which I love, but we cannot hold him with no blame. Those were 14 points that the Bears should have scored, and the game could have been an entirely different one had the Bears scored. You can't be throwing a ball off a defender's helmet. I mean, at the line of scrimmage. And then have it tipped up for an interception. That's unacceptable. Everybody was quick to try and defend Fields. Then they realized the ball came off of Helmet, not off a hand, and there's nothing you could say. Bad throw. And in the end zone in the corner, third down to the tight end, some people have said the tight end should have ran. Whatever the case may be, the ball was overthrown. It should have been caught. And it should have been placed in a good spot it wasn't. Fields overthrew him, even said it after the game, I should have made that throw. Well, that's another reason why the Bears lost. So it's not just Bayless, although Bayless in the moment made a stupid play, but it's also Fields for leaving 14 points on the board. I think Fields is right where he was last week. He didn't get better. He didn't get too worse either. He did not progress at all. He didn't regress, but he didn't progress. That's my assessment for this game for Justin Fields. 
I would say he progressed if he had gotten even one of those touchdowns and the Bears won. But the fact is he left 14 points on the board. That does not mean that he progressed. But he didn't regress because of that last drive. Did a great job. Ran downfield, kept the drive alive. He ran for almost 100 yards. There were positives for Fields. But there were negatives. And he was another reason, partially, why the Bears didn't win that game. Sorry to say. Don't want to hear it, but that's the truth. Everyone else is going to continue to make excuses, but the fact is 14 points were left on the board, and Justin Fields turned one ball over and then missed a layup touchdown. That's on Fields. So he's also guilty. How about Darnell Mooney? Is he a number one wide receiver still? I'm waiting to hear the defense, because there is no defense. Make the damn catch. Ball was thrown to you, make the catch. I know it was a tough play, but if you want to be a number one wide receiver, if everybody wants to say Darnell Mooney is a number one, and there's no doubt about it, make the damn catch. That would have won the game, and they couldn't come down with it. This is the problem. Everybody's buying in to delusion. Justin Fields is a great quarterback. Darnell Mooney's a number one wide receiver, and Bayless Jones is somehow, someway going to change up this offense. All of it's untrue at this point. So stop defending it. And then this is why everybody's wondering why the Bears lose, what went wrong. All those three things were wrong. This is why they lost. Then the offensive line sucks. The defense was the only bright spot, but then again, I will say this, can't be that hard to defend Carson Wentz and the commanders and company. It really shouldn't be that hard. You should only let them score 12 points. So that was a great job. They did what they were expected to do. Kept the Bears in the game the whole time. The Bears offense had to put up more points. The commander's defense is not that good. So the fact that the Bears only scored seven is a testament to the Bears' issues, not the commander's issues. They went all three inside the red zone. You are not going to win one NFL game if that trend continues. Leo Herbert sets you up perfectly. You get all the way downfield. What a play. And you piss it all away and score nothing. How pathetic. Right? How pathetic. And the Bears' rushing attack was there. Fields, 88. Herbert, 75. Montgomery, 67. And yet, you don't win. You put up seven points. The Bears had 400 yards. Nearly. A total offense. They score seven points. Problem. Execution problem. Oh, and by the way, uh, Smith-Marset should just be caught, too. <laughs> more issues. More drops. This guy sucks. You know, a lot of these problems, hint, hint, although nobody wants to say it, all go back to Ryan Pauls. They do. They all go back to Ryan Pauls. Ryan Pauls vouched for Bayless Jones Jr. Then he had his friends in the media hype up Bayless Jones when really he's a bust. Uh, Ryan Pauls said he would build through the trenches. Now those damn trenches have been Justin Fields on his ass more often than not. And Ryan Pauls is operating off some grocery store Dollar Tree budget and he's bringing in guys who can't even catch the football. Dante Pettis, great example. Unbelievable catch for a touchdown. Best play of the game. And then he drops a ball later in the fourth quarter that hurts the Bears on a drive. I don't get it. I know this team is developing. I know there are going to be growing pains. But as I said from my preview, the Bears have to win this game. There is no excuse why you should lose to the Commanders. 
It's an indictment on Justin Fields. It's an indictment on Ryan Pulse. It's an indictment on Matt Eberflus. All of them. It is. And you can't argue with me on that. I don't care what you say. You should have beaten the Commanders. A team with a head coach who is going to be fired. And Carson Wentz and an owner that's going to be voted out. How do you not win? Justin Fields left 14 points on the board. Baylor Jones Jr. can't catch a punt. Darnell Mooney can't make a catch, a big catch, when need be. The Bears go all three in the red zone. There's your answer. Man, this is just so frustrating. I know they're not a great team. I know that they're rebuilding, but you got to level with me here. you got to meet me halfway. Should the Bears have beaten the Commanders, yes or no? Answer is yes. Yes, they should have. Yes, they were supposed to. I don't care what Vegas says. I don't care what other people say. You got to win that game. Okay? You got to win that game. You cannot be losing to the Commanders. Even if Fields played badly and the Bears won, I'd be okay with it because you just can't. It's a pride thing. It's a pride thing. You are a better organization than them. They have serious issues. The Bears at least somewhat have a quarterback. You know, they're moving in the right direction. Maybe in two or three years, they're going to be great. Washington, nothing. Nothing they have. And yet you lose. You only put up seven points. You go all three in the red zone. You have Baylor Jones Jr. dropping punts again. That's unacceptable. Okay? Unacceptable. Now you got the Patriots coming up on Monday night. Bears are not winning that game. That's okay. I, I would expect that. But this one, they should have won. You could claim that this year is not about wins or losses. It's about development. And we all know that. I agree with that. But sometimes... Development equals wins. This team should be better at this point in the season. You should not be scoring just seven points against the commanders and losing and giving up 12 and losing. Everybody is to blame. Two. Everybody is to blame. It's not just Justin Fields. So don't twist my words, but it's everybody. Fields let 14 points slip away. If Bayless Jones just fielded the punt, the Bears would have won 7-6. If the offensive line could have protected Fields more, maybe we would have seen more out of him. Darnell Mooney could make a play and be a true, quote-unquote, WR1, then the Bears would have won too. There were so many opportunities for the Bears to win. They lost this game, and deservedly lost. Even if the Bears had won this game, they wouldn't have deserved it, and they got what they deserved on Thursday. They deserved to lose. They played to lose. Oh, by the way, who won the turnover battle? That's right, Commanders. What did I say before? Whoever wins the turnover battle is going to win the game because this won't be a big offensive game. And sure enough, Commanders win the turnover battle. Commanders win 12-7. Got to hold on to the football. Can't be throwing balls at defenders' heads or dropping sure punts and getting on your knees to catch a football. See, here's my question, Bayless Jones. If you could supposedly catch a pass, although we haven't really seen him run routes, which is also concerning, how could you not catch a punt? How? Why? Why? What's the problem? If he's out there to return anything on Monday, I'm going to lose it. You know what? You could say that that's being too harsh, but... I've seen enough. I didn't see Devin Hester as a rookie botching two punts. I didn't see anybody as a rookie botching two punts like that. 
in critical situations. If you want him to return, maybe in the first quarter, I guess, when nothing matters, so be it. But still, you can end up muffing and giving the other team field position, having them scoring, and then losing the game thereafter. So there's really no good time or no justification for Bandless Jones Jr. to be returning anything. He's going to make such a big impact. Well, sure as hell he has so far. He's cost the Bears two games. So he's made a hell of an impact, huh? What a bust. What a bust. He is a bust. And that reflects directly on Brian Poles. Great pick. Just so aggravating. Oh, my goodness. So aggravating. They should have won that game. If I were you, if you want to take solace in anything, I would say Justin Fields did good in the second half. The defense played well all game, but that's about it. Run game was good there, too. I know results aren't the ultimate, but you got to level with me. Again, as you look back on this game, the Bears should have won it. There was really no excuse to lose, right? There's no excuse to lose to the Commanders. You want to lose to the Vikings like they did two weeks ago? Fine. Want to lose to the Patriots coming up or another good team, Packers again? Fine, we get it. I know it's a rebuilding team. But you got to win the games in which you're better than the other teams, right? Even if you're a rebuilding team, you're better than the Commanders win. They're going to be facing the Lions in a couple of weeks. You better beat the Lions. These are games that you have to win even if you're a developing, rebuilding team. Hey, the Bears last year still beat the Lions twice. And Matt Nagy was coaching. And the Bears had a quarterback controversy at that time. And finally, they still won. Despite all that, they still won because they knew they were better than that team. And this year, even with the rebuild, even with all these new pieces, with a new head coach, new GM, developing quarterback, you got to win the games you're supposed to win. The Bears are not doing that officially. Now they lost this game, and they lost to the Giants too. This is the second time the Bears have lost a game in which... They've given up less than 100 passing yards. The Bears are giving up less than 100 passing yards and losing games to the Giants and Commanders. What am I supposed to say? Wow. That is mediocre. I have a lot of thinking to do before next Monday. They better come out with something different. Matt Eberflus said after the game he's going to be evaluating everybody. After this loss, which is nice, but then make a real change. Bandless Jones don't return anymore. Get some protection for Justin Fields. How about cuttings with Marcet, maybe even Dante Pettis for how many drops both of them have had? There's an idea. There are three simple ways you can improve this offense. Three, just by cutting guys. This is not an overreaction. I don't know how you felt throughout this game, but. I just wasn't having it. You could see how the Bears blew it per play. And the Bears did not score in the red zone in the first quarter those two times. I knew it was going to come back to bite them. When I saw Bayless Jones fumble the punt, I knew there was an issue. I know you saw it, too. Don't deny it. It's okay to say Justin Fields did okay, but he left 14 points on the board. It's okay to say Bayless Jones should probably be cut, or at least benched. It's okay to say the offensive line is not there and is hurting Justin Fields, and it's okay to say that some of these wide receivers that Ryan Poles picked up off the street are not getting it done. Evaluating critique with context. 
Stop playing favorites and evaluating critique. I know you love Brian Poles. I know you love Justin Fields. I know you want this team to be great, like, like me. I do too. But we have to critique with context. We have to be fair. We can't be fanboys. If you want to be a fanboy, then you're going to watch this team go 5-12 and 12 and be happy about it somehow. That's not acceptable when you're losing games to the commanders and potentially other teams that they should be beating. We've got to demand a little bit better. I know they're rebuilding. I know they're not where they're supposed to be. But there comes a point where you're at least playing for pride. Right? There comes a point where, okay, we know we suck, but there are some games we just have to win. It's not looking good. We need to see major improvement for next week. But at this point, I am just floored by the mediocrity and the issues that we saw on Thursday. Got to hope for better, I guess, but that was horrible. Don't let anybody tell you that this was an encouraging game or this was a step forward, right? Matt Eberflew said after the game, oh, I thought Justin improved. I thought we looked better. Really? Scoring seven points? Losing 12-7 to to the Commanders? Leaving 14 points on the board? Having Bayless Jones Jr. drop a punt? Having the offensive line flop rather than block? You didn't look better! Got to get better, though. This ain't going to cut it. You shouldn't be losing to the Commanders. A lot to think about. Have a great weekend. Thanks for tuning in. So long, everyone. No! No! Where are the turtles?